Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. All right, turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 9 for a message titled, Burning Bridges. Verse 55, but he turned and rebuked them. This is Jesus and said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. This is an interesting statement. You don't know what manner of spirit you are of. What spirit are they of? It's very similar to what the spirit that Peter was of when he said, far be it from you, Lord. Jesus says, I'm going to go be crucified. He says, far be it from you, Lord. He began to rebuke him. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. You're an offense to me. And what spirit are these guys of? And what does that mean even? What does it mean what spirit? What spirit are they listening to? You see, that that's something that's very real within our lives. We listen to things. And through our subconscious, the enemy has an open door if we allow it to speak to us and to beat us down and to talk to us. And that's why it's important that you never let yourself talk to you, but you need to talk to yourself. Okay? Does that make sense? Probably not. Let me explain. When your subconscious starts to talk to you and starts to accuse other believers or starts to tell you things or starts to make you fearful, you know, or tells you God doesn't love you or God couldn't or you shouldn't forgive, you, you need to hold on to that. You need to be soiled inside and bitter and angry about that. And you, you can't let go of it because then they'll win. Don't allow that voice to talk to you. Instead, talk to yourself. Why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in the Lord. Like the psalmist did in Psalm 42, he didn't allow himself to talk to himself, but he had talked to himself. Make sense? Because the enemy has your ear. And how does he get your ear? Well, it's actually pretty simple. When you're bitter inside, then you want to be angry. So he just tells you what you want to hear. He tells you, don't forgive. Hold on to it. Be angry. Don't let go. Hold on to that and let it fester inside of you and we want to hear that because we want to be angry we feel like we've been harmed and so that we just kind of hold on to this and let it fester inside but it's not just that where he has an open door it's any time you allow fear or anger or bitterness or any of those things to control your life let's say you're in a car accident you know, and somebody smashed into the side of you, and now you're fearful to get back in the car to drive past the place where where you were hit, and the enemy's there talking to you. Yeah, you could die. You should be. You should probably stay at home. You probably shouldn't be driving. You could die out here. And and we start to get anxiety and fear whenever we hear the things that our flesh wants to hear. We know we're not of the spirit. We need to speak to that and say that's not true. Taking every thought captive and into obedience to Christ. 
And that's how we overcome that. Putting on the full armor of God. You know, the helmet of salvation. Yes, I know I'm saved. The breastplate of righteousness. Yes, I'm guarding my heart with the righteousness of Christ. The shield of faith that I can quench all the fiery darts or the lies of the evil one as he tries to, as he tries to speak to me all these lies that I want to hear sometimes and sometimes he's playing into my fears. But I can say, no, this isn't true. Jesus does love me. Jesus did die for me. No, I, I'm not going to allow myself to accuse the brethren. I'm going to stand steadfast in the faith, strong with, with the belt of truth around my waist. I'm not going to allow the lies to affect me and my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel peace. I'm moving forward and I'm not bound by fear and captivated and agoraphobic staying in my house because I'm afraid to do anything. I'm out sharing the good news with people and sharing the gospel with people. And then I have the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It's, it's going to be my attack against the, the wiles of the enemy. You know, what do I do when the enemy comes to me with those things? I, I love what Jeremiah said one year to pastor or, or was a men's conference. He said, Give that, give that temptation a Bible study. Your word of God is going, is what, exactly what Jesus went after the devil with when he was in the wilderness. We don't want to be of that spirit. What spirit do we want to listen to? We want to listen to the Holy Spirit. What is the Spirit speaking to us? Let him who has ears hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Jesus says seven times when he speaks to the churches, but in Revelation. We need to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. And we need to stop the voice of the enemy in our heads. Verse 56, he says, For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. So <laughs> a few years later in Acts chapter 8, Philip will go down to the Samaritans or up to the Samaritans. They will receive the gospel. Could you imagine what it would have been like if they would have torched a village? No, we remember Jesus. We know what he's all about. His followers torched our village, you know. We don't have, in and of ourselves, we don't have a good heart. We need Jesus' heart. He didn't come to destroy lives, but to save them. To save them. Grace and mercy is who Jesus is. Not to wreck people. Isn't that good news today? Jesus doesn't want to destroy your life. Maybe you've kind of been living like the children of Israel. You just brought me to this place to destroy me, you know. And that's just the enemy's voice again. You've brought me here and you put me in this difficult position and, and it's just going to wreck my life and there's just nothing I can do about it. That's the lie from the enemy. No, Jesus wants to set you free from that. He has good intentions toward you and he wants to bless your life. Verse 57. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. So they're walking on the road. He's, he's had this situation, you know, with the, with his disciples and maybe they're on their way to the next village. And, and this guy come, comes running up to him. He knows who Jesus is. He's seen him. He's seen the, the miracles he's performed. He says, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. I remember saying something similar to that when I accepted Jesus. I remember saying, whatever you want my life, Lord, that's what I want. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing to say that. But I also recognized at that moment, as I'm kneeling there next to my bed, I'm 18 years old, I'm accepting Jesus into my life because there's no other hope in anything else. And I was like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. And that's what I want. But then I realized, well, maybe I don't want it sometimes. Or maybe I won't want it later. 
And so then I, I went a little step farther and I said, and, and if, even if I don't want it, I give you permission to force it on me. Because I knew that I couldn't do it on my own or that Jesus might take me somewhere where I didn't want to go and I didn't want that to hinder his work in my life because he knows best and I don't. We don't know for sure, but it would seem by Jesus' response that Jesus was unveiling something about this guy that he was not willing to go that far. Verse 58 says, And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. There is something in us that says, I will follow you, Jesus, as long as you go the direction that I'm willing to go. As long as where you're taking me fits in with my plans and you don't mess things up too much. I'll submit to you as long as it doesn't interfere with my comfort, my dreams, or my desires, my plans for myself. I'll go that far. But you know, that's, that's not what Jesus does, is it? Remember what he says in nine, Luke chapter 9, verse 23? He said to them, to all of them, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Be willing to die for Jesus, is what he's saying here. And follow me. You know, it was interesting in, in, John chapter 6, when the disciples were there with Jesus, there was a huge crowd of disciples. He just fed them, you know, loaves and fishes, and everybody was excited and everybody was there. And then he said some really difficult and challenging things. And, and, and he looked at, and many of the disciples, it says many of the disciples left and stopped following him at that point. And he turns to his, his 12 and he says, will you, the 12, leave me too? Will you go too? And Peter says, Lord, where would we go? You're the one who has the words of eternal life. And that's what we have to remember. When all craziness breaks out in our life, when everything hits the fan, we have to realize, okay, Jesus is the only one I can follow. It doesn't matter what happens to me in this life or where, where things go. It doesn't matter how bad things get. Jesus is worth following. Jesus didn't have anywhere to lay his head. He didn't have anywhere to nest down like the birds or the foxes. He wasn't going to the throne. And maybe that's what this guy thought. This guy's going to be the king of the, the son of David. He's going to be the king of Jerusalem, the king of the world. I want to, I want to hitch my wagon to that. But really where Jesus was going to was to the cross. And this guy had no idea about that. Verse 59. It says, then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Now, <laughs> it would be easy to misunderstand what this guy is saying. You have to understand the culture to understand what he's saying. He's not saying his father is dead. Otherwise, he'd be at a funeral right now. But what he's saying is, he, my father's alive and he's older and I need to take care of him until he dies. And then I'll, I'll come and follow you once I have my inheritance and everything you know that goes along with that. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.